Good morning, Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, based in Delega, Panama. So we got the background noise. I don't know what tools or gardening equipment's being used. That's either the birds chirping or someone using a weed whacker or the washing machine. It's been drying, but I thought I'd come on here quick. So... So we got the paperwork for the insurance done. Now we just have to wait. Um, we've been talking to... Uh, when we bought our car... I think it was like a month, month and a half ago. The gentleman made me sign a form saying I was responsible for all costs to transfer the ownership. And then we found out when I was supposed to go... Uh, go down to the municipal in David to transfer the ownership. The gentleman called us and gave us the name of the person he got the car from. And we found out when we uh, went down to the municipal and talking to the gentleman that owned the car that he bought the car from someone uh, in Panama City or one of the other provinces. So he bought it, didn't uh, pay for the transfer papers, and then sold it to this gentleman that sold it to us. So it's three times that transfer papers should have been paid and haven't. So every time we talk to this guy to find out if he has transferred the ownership into his name from the person that he bought the car from, he says no. So we're at a point now that are we going to play the game for another two, three, four months? Maybe even take a chance that something might happen to the person, which would be god-awful, but also very difficult to get someone to sign over a vehicle when they're dead. I, I think of the extreme things. So... I think it's coming down to um, us having to pay for his transfer and then our transfer so it's done. So the car is in my name, so I don't have to worry when the police are stopping vehicles because if you don't have your paperwork correct, they can confiscate your vehicle. And uh, I don't need that stress. So I think we're going to do that. We had a gentleman come by yesterday. I have a large industrial oven, gas oven, from the bakery that I had in Alta Boquete. And it has had a problem uh, turning on, and I said it was the valve. And sure enough, the gentleman, he said he can come and look at the the oven. It would cost between $70 and $90. So... Instead of the seventy ninety, he said, "Oh, this was <laughs> this was way too big an oven that he's he usually doesn't work on ovens this big, which is total crap. It's the fact that he saw the gringa, and which is a white female, and um, he now says the price is sixty percent more at one hundred and fifty dollars. But what am I going to do?" I need the I need the oven fixed. 
I'm selling it. We don't use it. It's sitting out in the back patio. So, so he looked at it and I said, well, I said, you could do what you want. I said, but I don't have $150 on me. I have a hundred. That's it until next week. And that was pretty well everything that I had. So he took that and found out what was wrong with it, which is what I said, the valve. Um, and, um, he's going to come back on Tuesday and they'll remove it and have it replaced, fixed, whatever. At a fairly inexpensive, inexpensive rate. So, so that's what we're going to do. Um, I'm trying before mom leaves in June, I'm trying to get a little extra done every week. So the extra this week was to get the oven fixed so I could post it up for sale. I guess next week it's going to be the other half of the oven. And then the week after that, it's going to be the car transfer papers. And then the week after that, we're going to look at the dryer um, getting fixed. <coughs> uh, that's the boyfriend dying drinking his coffee. But the um, we're looking at that getting fixed. But we also have to uh, buy materials for fencing in the front patio. Um, just so the neighborhood dogs don't uh, enter the area and people that are staying here have a, a nice area to sit out in. Uh, any, any furniture that's that's open for them to lie in they'll lie in no matter if they've been rolling in the mud or dirt or whatever so that's not great for for people staying here and then um, yesterday was cooking day not baking cooking day for soups today is soups and i did a batch of graham crumbs it takes two days to do I get about five pounds of crumbs for a cost of $10 as opposed to, I think, paying four, four to five dollars for two cups in the store. And it lasts me, it used to last me in the bakery for a month, but it lasts me here about three to four months in the freezer. So, so I'm happy. But, um, and then today we're doing, um, like I said in the last couple uh, blogs, I'm trying to find different ways to, different things to sell to raise additional money every week at the market. Um, we started with the salads. The salads go well. We've done the potato salad, the cold uh, peanut Asian salad. Last week we did a Greek chickpea. And that was really, really good. Um, I was going to do a shawarma um, chickpea salad this week. And try and find something uh, as far as uh, uh, maybe a Mexican rice side dish uh, to do. But um, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Mexican side rice and a... Uh, uh, crap, what it's called, refried beans. That might be an, an idea. But the freezers are full. 
I've been cooking too much. So I can't make a lot more stuff. I, I took some ground turkey out, so I'm going to be doing a turkey chili. And since I have to open one up one of those industrial cans of tomatoes, I, I think I'll do a small batch of uh, tomato basil soup as well. But that's it for the cooking. Um, the reason I did the graham crumbs is because we're going to offer our very popular chocolate peanut butter pie. It tastes like a huge Reese's Pieces cup. So I do that. And then I've had requests and orders for the almond roca, um, a German chocolate cake. So we're just doing different items. Last Yesterday we had what I believe is going to be our first of many days of rain. The uh, Before it started raining, I thought to move some of the plants around in the greenhouse area, just in case. And luckily I moved them because where the rain came down from the roof of the greenhouse, the plants would have just floated away. So, but the rain reminded me that we have to get do a bunch of stuff where the park, cars are parked so people aren't walking through three inches of water. And, um, yeah, just reminding of things. So, if you were here and you were not able to bend with the rules or take things in stride or realize that things are not like they are back home, I don't think that you would enjoy living here that much. It's, um, it's a different experience, but it's also, it's, it's, you have to be able to bend with the wind. I guess that's what it is. You have to take things in stride and realize that that nothing's perfect. And if you're waiting to do something until it's perfect, you're going to be waiting forever. Myself, I enjoy my walks every morning. I walk maybe three, four times a week. 12 kilometers and I've in the last three months fell three times the first time I fell because the roads were so slippery the second time it was over a stupid uh, piece of concrete by a bus stop and today it felt like someone had pushed me but there was no one around so it must have been my balance or something, but considering it was flat shoulder of highway. But the first thing I do every time I fall is I wait a minute, see if there's any protruding bones, any huge gashes that I'm bleeding from, and then I move my appendages to make sure, <laughs> sure that uh, I'm okay, and then slowly get up 
and start moving again. Start moving whatever I've hurt to see if it's uh, going to be okay. And then chalk it up to experience. Chalk it up to looking for the pebbles on the road. The one thing that if you, if you ever come down here uh, that I wouldn't have thought of until I came down here is that back in North America, when they pour gravel anywhere, they pack it. They pack the gravel. They pour a bit. They pack it. They pour a bit. They pack it. So when someone walks on it, it doesn't move around. But here, they don't do that. They just pour it. So walking on gravel here is similar to walking on ice back home. It's that slippery, that, that unsteady, that dangerous. And you never would, it's something that you would never think of until you experience it. So I'm blabbing on. So I think that's what we're going to be doing. It, it's, it's like, um, as far as transferring the papers, it's like blackmail. You could either spend the next three, four months calling the guy and, and arranging your week towards that day that you're supposed to be meeting him at the municipal that he never is going to show up at or just paying the money to get the transfer done so it's done with. And uh, I prefer having the vehicle in my name, the insurance in my name. So, well, another insight to Panama life, guys. But things are pretty good. If the rainy season's starting, it's not like it starts bang. Um, Boquete is different, but we're halfway down from Boquete to David. So what usually happens is it starts to rain. It'll rain heavy, and then it'll rain once every four or five, six days, and then it'll every three days or four days, and it's it'll work its way up to in June, July, about. 3 o'clock every afternoon here in Delega, it starts to rain for a couple hours. Um, in Boquete, it's like 10, 30, 11, it starts to rain. Alta Boquete, it's about 1 or 2, it starts to rain. So it slowly works its way down the hill to, to the Pacific Ocean, it seems. But when it rains in David, there's so many sewer uh, gutters that... that are full or don't work or don't exist that there's roads that you're driving on you don't know where that road ends and when the shoulder begins if there's a shoulder there so having a low vehicle when we were looking for vehicles you had to remember that you need to be high enough on the road so that when they have the hard rains and the uh, road systems can't take it you're going to have a lot of deep water to drive in. And you don't want a little vehicle, so you're just going to float away. So, we'll see if we got some good news. So, the trees that are in our yard that have rid themselves of the leaves and the flowers are now with the rain are going to be popping out leaves like crazy. It, right now is the 
most bare our yard is going to look. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five trees that shed their leaves, then bloom, then the leaves come back again. And they're huge trees. So, you take care, guys. Have a good weekend. If I don't talk to you before then. And Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, based in the Lake of Panama. <laughs>